Hi everyone, this is the Real Happy Hour podcast show. My name is Ola and on this show we'll be talking about the relational dynamics of characters in films. With me on this uh, particular episode is uh, Mr. David Acosta. Mr. David Acosta is the personification of the 14-hour businessman. He literally walks everywhere, he lives everywhere and he works as a travel entrepreneur. He's also a director and an actor. Thank you for coming to the show. Thank you, thank you. Also on the show is Inkosi Kadmos. She is a mental health therapist and psychotherapist. And she will be here today to help support you know, our conversation on the relational dynamics and the sort of um, the journeys the characters go through in this movie that we'll be talking about. And the movie we'll be talking about in particular is Black Panther. So, um, yeah, amazing movie. Thank you for coming to the show. Everybody. Thank you. Thank I'm very, very happy to have both of you here. It's, it's not easy. Thank you for taking the time. You're welcome. Um, so, yeah, Black Panther. What do we think of Black Panther? Let's start from there. Oh, okay. Yeah, I enjoyed it. I'm a Marvel and DC fan, so I watch as much as possible um, all of the Marvel shows, both the um, the series, the, the sitcoms, and the whole thing. And I'm a bit of a geek, so after I watch a movie, I do go online and watch the reviews by the experts, just because, you know, there's details that you miss, and they're thinking about the stage five and all the different things and how, like, who's going to be the ultimate big bad you know, at the end of it, uh, Kang potentially. So um, I, I enjoyed it for what it was. I think it was obviously very hard to do, you know, COVID, the passing of Chadwick, you know. So I, I commend the movie um, for what it was. You know, it was a totally different script than the one that they had in mind um, for, for Chadwick. And I felt like Letitia, I felt like, um, oh, what's her, amazing, what's her name? Um, Viola Davis. No, no I almost said Felicia. <laughs> um, what's her name? Angela Bassett. Angela Bassett was absolutely yeah. fantastic, and yeah. all of the other um, supporting, um, uh, you know, um, Lupita, they were just f- absolutely fantastic um, as well. Given the fact that you know, in real life, you know, a really, really big, important person in the movie industry passed away, who genuinely I think was quite loved, yeah, yeah. and just how he, his grace and his attitude. Um, and just what Black Panther meant in 20... It came out in 2016, right, the yes, first one. Yeah, yeah. You know, to the global majority, the black majority all over the world, especially, I guess, for America. Because, you know, I've been watching Hollywood Do you know for, what, for, actually, for years. What, yeah, um, what, <laughs> when I was watching this movie, I just yeah. thought this was, like, early 2000s Hollywood movie in a, like, good budget, high budget, good Hollywood <laughs> well, movie. Well, Black Panther, yeah, because we, yeah. we have a lot of Nigerian stories of, like, the prince, yeah, the prince saving course, the day, yeah. the prince, you know, and, and his journey as a prince and in yeah. like a rural area and it's it really a so, lot of like americans or people outside of nigeria or me but yeah don't have that experience of seeing that yeah. on camera yeah but yeah. i kind of was like yeah i know i've seen this before but Seriously? it's not as amazing <laughs> as this so what, what do you yeah. think of the movie David? um i think what you said is 100 percent right i mean it was very difficult to make the movie obviously with covid and the passing of chadwick but i'll be honest i mean it obviously i feel obviously if it was alive we would have had Definitely a better Black Panther. I think everybody knows that. But I think with what they had, the time mm. frame they had mm. and the issues going on around them, they did the best possible movie they could do. Yes. Considering all the external situations. Mm. I saw Thor, Love and Thunder. And I also saw one, one, um, Doctor Strange, The Last Doctor Strange. And this Black Panther film is probably better than both of them combined. I think sometimes Marvel can get slack and just put out a slapstick 
cheesy film mm. and Black Panther knew they had a reputation to uphold mm. right, to the first one and not just put out any because sometimes Marvel they know uh, the problem with you know franchises is that you're going to get your money if you bring out another Harry Potter you don't need to promote it every Harry Potter fan is going to come from all over the world you're going to get your money so if you put out Black Panther 2, 3, 4, 5 you're going to make money 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9 you're going to make money so sometimes I feel they get a bit lazy and it's quite mm. like anything mm-hmm. Black Panther really knew they had to uphold the legacy of the first one that meant so much mm. to especially us in our community um, to Africans in general yeah, so they sure. did the best they could with what they had mm. it was a good movie yeah great yeah. good 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 so um, obviously great movie and um what we'll be talking about in terms of the relational dynamic is um, mm. the journey Shuri goes through. You know, we, we saw her in part one. She's this mm. really nice, um, techie yeah. young woman mm. and she's supporting her brother. But then, you know, in the very first movie, they had the loss of their dad. And now in this second one, sorry for the spoilers, um, you know, she loses, <laughs> her, yeah, she loses her brother and her mother. So like, that's a, that's a big loss for a character to go through. So I was interested... Um, Ingos, if you could just sort of um, speak a bit about um, how loss, that trauma of loss, how we um, how we affect one, and um, how Shuri handled that trauma. Mm. Yeah, uh, yeah, I totally forgot about the father, didn't they? They lost the father, so she's literally lost all, all her family. All her family, yeah. All her family, you know, um, and she's very young in the movie. You know, she's maybe what early twenties kind of thing. So. Yeah. It's, it's not easy losing significant family members, you know, really within three, four years, or maybe max five, six years, given the that five-year jump after the um, blip. Um, I think that uh, the fact that he, um, Chadwick also passed in real life, and that parallel process that you're actually dealing with, uh, uh, dealing with Letitia and all of the actors are actually dealing with the loss of a potential friend and mentor and whoever they, he was to her, and then in the character, I think... It was very relatable. I actually like they did it really well. Sometimes you get so frustrated with the character. Like sometimes you know that they're going through a journey, but thinking that just not get over it. But you want them to just like <laughs> accept your responsibility. Why are you taking long? But I think the way she took on Black Panther was natural. It wasn't like she said, "I'm going to become Black Panther yeah. immediately." I yeah. felt like the coming of age of her kind of yeah. didn't seem forced. Yeah. It seemed real, you know. Um, and I think, you know, they had to kind of do the stages of grief quite quickly, I guess, the shock denial when she was creating the thing to save her brother and her mother comes and she's like, it's past and she's sitting there thinking like, no, 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 no. Then the anger, you know, anger at the world, anger at anger at everybody, anger, you know, potentially at herself yeah. for feeling like she, she failed her brother. Yeah, she yeah, she's so it, yeah. smart. She's got all of these gifts, but she couldn't help the one person that, you know, um, that, that she loved probably the most. Um, and then... I guess what the the great impact was then, the complicated bit was like with her mother, you know, passed because of the situation with her and Nemo and then like that was just complicated because the mother did or did went behind to get her back. Then Nemo created that water. She went to protect the other girl. All of these just the factors. Mm. Like she died a hero. The mother died a hero, but then she died and Letitia didn't get to say the things that maybe she wanted to say. Mm. You know, yeah. so you have, I guess, a lot of people, I think, would be really resonate with moments where a loved one passes and you have regrets of what you want to say. So I would say that just, in, I know we're going to talk about it more, but I think that they 
really showed the process of grief. And, you know, the process of grief is different. There are, there are universal kind of stages, you know, shock, denial, anger, um, acceptance, etc. But I'm also interested in a cultural thing because I think that culturally as black people, the way we deal with grief and loss can be quite different with other cultures because of the the amount of emotions we have to suppress, mm. you know. And in, in certain cultures, I know te- definitely in the African culture, you know, um, sadness is okay for a short period of time. Yeah. You know, you can do your mourning and do that, but after that, things have got to move yeah. on, you know. So it's like, does your grief get curtailed or circumvented because society kind of forces you and pushes you to get on with things? And that yeah. kind of happened with Shiri too, because she had to sort of step up and yeah, find a way to sort of help Wakanda, because, you know, yeah. Neymar was coming with his, you know, people. So they, she also had to sort of speed up that process, yeah. which is probably a, a black thing, a brown thing. Uh, we just a cultural thing that we just have to sort of life is happening yeah. life ain't stopped right yeah. that's what it was that got bills, bills, got bills to in pay. our community yeah, things can be tough so you haven't got time to grieve for three four five months yeah. because you'll be homeless yeah family just, to look after yeah, yeah. a nation to save yeah. in her case exactly yeah so yeah david what did you think about um that? yeah again i agree i think the way they show the different stages of grief, you know, even her saying he wanted, she wants to burn the world and related to the other guy who also wanted to burn the world mm, but he was about to die. Yes. Um, I think they showed the stages of grief very well and normally in a superhero film, because it's a superhero sci-fi, it's, oh, my, my dad died, I'm going to be the lead guy. Yeah. Instantly, overnight, you don't even shed one tear, you're ready, you put on the cape and you're flying around mm. with lasers out your eyes. So, it was so good that it was so natural. It was believable, it was like a real yes, film. Yeah. It felt like almost more EastEnders like, where you know, you're going through the real grief episode after episode after episode. And I guess that's one of the things that draw the film out to an earlier three hour film. Mm. If it was one of the cheesy Marvel films, oh, he's dead. Here's the suit. Okay, I'm going to pull on the suit. It fits me. I'm a hero. You know, it's like, that was cheese. Mm. You know, but they really dragged it out over a long period of time, which made it more real, more believable mm. to a point where. <clears throat> Even though us, you know, educated fans, we know at some point she's going to become the new Black Panther, but yeah. it's almost like, oh, is this really going to happen? Like, we don't know how and when or what's going to... We had no idea. So that was quite good the way they did that. So um, in terms of the loss, because the main theme of today really is um, the journey of, of loss and trauma, that trauma of loss. And I wanted to sort of um, connect the dots with, like, other Marvel movies, because um, every Marvel character or DC character, like, you know, when they become this... Um, hero they go through loss and um in terms of like um spider-man yeah which is one of my favorite movies they know we were on one just sort of link it with um with um shiri's journey in black panther how you know their their um their character but actually one person i wanted to talk about was toby Maguire in the movie because yeah. if you remember toby Maguire spider-man um in the part three the third movie he was sort of going dark when he got yeah. infected by the virus yeah. i can't remember what his name was, what his name was. Venom, there yeah. you go. And I like that idea of a, a superhero getting dark. Yeah. Mm. Because they're, they're, yeah, they're, they're yeah, becoming, yeah. They're, they're, they're sort of, they're just wearing that trauma, that, yeah. that feeling. And, and you know, I, yeah. I feel drawn. It's believable. It's believable, yeah. We want to be good people, but sometimes, you know, someone does something to wrong you and, you know, the darkness comes out sometimes. You just, so when you see superheroes that you look up to, you idolise, go through the same sort of pains, it's like, it's believable. It's like, I can relate. Yeah. I can relate to the anger he or she's mm. feeling. Yeah. So um, to tie that in with, um, with Spider-Man and Shuri, Black Panther is, I know when I've heard, please, because maybe you, you probably have more experience in this, like when you go through a certain type of trauma or any trauma, you either go um, dark or you find the light. So... Um, 
I think that's where the theory of like narcissism and um, empathy sort of come into play where, you know, you experience this trauma and you just become, you grow into this um, person that's just dark and completely clouded by that experience that you went through. Whereas the other side of that is you become so empathetic that you just want to just care for everyone and you just mm. want to save. And that's where a lot of the superheroes experience which is also similar to what the villains experience too they go through a yeah. trauma and they just mm. like okay this is too much we're just going to be yeah. dark and <laughs> what about the world yeah. and so um yeah i just wanted to say that if you had any sort of thing to sort of back that up i would say that it's probably not as binary as like you go through trauma and it's like black or white or dark or light i would say that there are um there's there's nuances within that and i think it depends on a lot of factors i think um you know, if we use Shiri's example, you mentioned she lost her father because of the outside people killed him. Then the brother, brother was a bit complicated, because he wasn't outside, but, you know, it, he died under suspicious circumstances. Then the mother died with another neighbouring um, isolated island, but to do with the factors of the outside. So then when she felt like burning the world and she wanted her vengeance on Nemo and wanted to do all of that, it seemed, it made sense because how much can a person take? You know, how much she, she's already underestimated by her society because they feel that she's too young. She never wanted to be Black Panther in the first place. You know, she was happy in her lane. And as you've been, she's been forced to protect her nation. Her mother passes. Um, so I, I think that as an audience member as well, and obviously as a therapist, when I, if I put that hat on, human beings are not simple but very complex and there's so many different nuances there's so many brain chemistry there's so many circumstances around us so when you have villains that are just evil for no reason i find that very frustrating as well that like yeah. you do want to see a story so yeah. name a story like he's just some people he's not a villain to some people actually yeah. he's an anti-hero yeah, you know same as like venom and yeah, quite a few yeah, people yeah. i like anti-heroes because yeah. i actually think they're a bit more relatable than just escape you you just want to save the world yeah. for the you know like where does yeah. that come from yeah. i feel like the journey of that so i i feel like you know there is truth in what you're saying and i think it's, it's a bit more complicated like killmonger was complicated yeah. you know, so he experienced right? trauma yeah. and he got left dark. abandonment yeah, exactly. you know kind of thing but you also find that they still find pockets of love he loved his mother you know he loved people so it's it's not pure like they're evil and they're yeah. good there's grace in between yeah i think um you know back in the days when you had those cheesy or not very good superhero movies it's this person is bad and just bad all the movies bad you don't know why they're bad they're just bad blood up all the buildings this person's good they're trying to stop them that's it there's no deep characters you know i think as normal people we can relate to the spider-man who lost his uncle to batman who lost his parents you know when we go through trauma when we go through things you know i think it gives you that bit of sympathy for the hero because Mm. when you think about that hero Batman, you've got all this money, you've got an amazing cape, you're strong, you can fight, you're cool, you've got Lamborghinis, like, people can just hate it, so, mm. you know, but when you know someone's going through pain, it's like, you know, it's very sad, we sometimes like to see the negative going on in someone's life rather than all the positive. Mm. If I go on my social media, hey, look at me, I just won the lottery, I've got a Lamborghini, I'm rich, I've got models everywhere, I'm living my best life, after a while, people start hating on you. If I say, oh man, I feel so down today, oh David, let me give you a hug, mm. you know, so people like to see someone's pain, mm. which is just the way we're wired sometimes, you know, so when you can see a superhero that's got abilities, they can fly, they all this stuff, you don't just want them to be happy, mm. there needs to be some sad in their life, otherwise you're just like, oh, look at Superman again, mm. driving around in his fancy car type of thing, so, mm. yeah, I think um, when characters have deep layers, mm. why they do what they do, you know, why they really want to save that person, because, you know, why... 
you know, uh, is it Superman doesn't want to fall in love again because of the pain and, you know, and all those sort of things. Um, I think it really brings out deep layers of characters that we can relate to because we are deep. We've got so many layers. All the things we've gone through from being bullied at school to not being able to get a job or this and that, you know. So I think it's it's good nowadays we've got deep layers of characters in the Marvel films. Um, yeah. Apart from Shuri and, like, any other character in Black Panther, did you feel sort of stood out for you? Mainly Angela Bassett's character. Um, she lost her husband, she lost her son. You know, I think um, that I think you know most people think she did a really. I think she did a really good job, especially that like bit where she shouts at the yeah. lady when yeah. she lost Shuri. Okay, you okay. know, okay. yeah, and I felt okay. bad because I was like, "Don't let her go. It's not yeah. her fault." But yeah. then you felt that like you yeah. took my daughter. I gave yeah. her into your hands, and you lost yeah. her. Um, Lupita was a bit interesting. I, I don't know. I kind of felt sad that she wasn't in the movie as much. Uh, she came yeah, towards the end. Yeah. Um, that was quite sad. And then, I don't know, I didn't I didn't really connect with, like, obviously I liked the ending about the boy, the child, but I don't think I connected much with her grief or anything. I don't know, I don't uh, think I it do. was the, yeah, I just don't think it displayed enough. Yeah, this yeah. was a bit like, I don't, I don't know. I guess the whole point was, because I know Black Panther blipped, isn't it? He? he did blip, right? So it was after the blip that she went to Haiti, yeah. And then he passed, you know, when he came back from the blip. So, yeah, yeah I don't know. That, that, that was a bit of a down, if I was going to say, the emotional yeah. impact as the technically wife or girlfriend of yeah. Black Panther. That should have been maybe more yeah. 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 yeah, I guess the sister's pain is probably strong as family. Mm. But, you know, the wife, girlfriend was having his child, so we wanted to see a bit yeah. more about that. So you couldn't, when we saw the child, it was cute, but we couldn't maybe connect to her and the child as much. It was just like a little end in the scene. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. That's good. That's a really yeah. good uh, observation. I liked Mbaku too. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. yeah. I didn't yeah. see... I feel like he had more presence in the first one. But in the second one, we know him more. Because I feel like in the first one, yeah. he's more of a, a brute. So yeah, yeah, bad guy. Like, more yeah, antagonistic. Yeah. I he was a bad guy, yeah. 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 But this time around, he was more so... Like mental. Yeah, he was... The things Sported, he said yeah. to yeah. Shuri, like, you know, you've gone through so much loss for a young person, you know, like, things like that. Or, like, are you sure this is the action you should take, you know, because you're like a leader now. Yeah. And for him to say that, like, yeah. to, to look at yeah. her like yeah, that, that, like, was... people are looking at you as yeah. a leader now. So I feel like there was a lot of personal growth for you in Bakun. Yeah. yeah. It did grow. I mean, in the first one, yeah, honestly, I thought he was one of the bad guys, you know, but I guess he's just part of the village, but he's the one that, you know, the troublesome one. I'm not going to kill you guys, but I'm going to let you know I'm stronger and bigger than you and don't, don't <laughs> mess with me, you know, but I think when you have so much adversity from the outside, now you've got to strengthen up. And it's a good thing because sometimes in our community, when we have oppression from outside sources, we still internally fight each other, which mm. is, you know, so it was a good film. Because again, from my head, I remember him as, oh, he's just on the edge of good guy, bad guy, don't mess with him because he'll burn, that, burn, the, burn the village down. But he was clearly obviously on the side of Wakanda. He's a Wakandan. And, you know, even though his ego is dead, I want to be the top, I want to be the man. When they, were under tr when they were under threat, he was willing to put down his ego and say, let me support the village which is rare sometimes in our community where you've got someone with power influence saying, you know, forget my ego, I'm here, what can I do to serve? Yeah. Which I quite liked in him. So what about um, the main villain of the story, Neymar? Um, what, what do you think about Neymar? If I'm honest, right, so I know that they changed it because he's meant to be an Atlantean mm -hmm. and they changed it to the, um, the Aztec kind of thing. Honestly, I don't know, like I saw people say, oh, it was amazing, he was great. And I, I thought it was okay. I didn't see, for me personally, it was good but I don't know. I felt like he, it fell flat. I liked what they were trying to portray. 
I just don't know if it showed it enough. Like the mother, then she wanted to come back to the land and he came back and I know he saw the Mexican being enslaved. And maybe that was meant to be a powerful moment where he's like, I'm going to burn the world. But I don't know. I just felt like it was a bit of a reach, personally. It's that same theme of burning, just burning, destroying. Yeah, Yeah. I just felt it was a bit of a reach. Do you know what I mean? You've been in the sea for like hundreds of years and now you want to just kill up the whole people then. I don't understand. Like, I don't know. But I mean, they found, um, what was it? They found um, that material. Vibranium. So they have it too as well. Which I guess someone said that. I read somewhere where like, it was only meant to be Wakanda and then now they have it as well. It's just like, oh, come on. It was meant to be for Africans. And then now like, you guys have it. Why are you finding it? Pekumbake, yeah? Yeah, I think, I don't know. I quite like the backstory. I mean, it seemed okay for me. But yeah, I think his character was okay. Not one of the best villains. I didn't really get the sense of he was so much more superior. Else. I guess it was almost on the same level. Wings flying, the wings flying. Yeah, that was a bit. That wasn't a very tough for me. Like feather wings, like yeah. if I cut those wings off, like it could be all over the place. Like go get away. Did you know the character before? Before never heard of him. Never heard of him. Have you? No, never heard of him. Okay, so yeah. I was, I was, I was okay. I was like, yes, okay. but they changed up the the backstory because mm-hmm. basically it's meant to be Atlanta. Okay, Atlantean. Really? So it's like um, what's that? Atlantis guy. Um, so they're kind of yeah it's basically similar to that um it's basically name of people are atlanteans but they changed it to fit in with yeah. the whole mexican i guess it's like the whole thing we talked about off camera the diversity thing so they're really pushing yeah. diversity okay. in that because you know i guess adding the, the mexican backstory yeah. when the mexican the the, the the aztec people that came um, from that before yeah. the mayans i think but that wasn't the original it's not in the comic books okay. no he did the atlanteans so yeah there's something I've, I've always thought about that because um, I'm making a James Bond web series at the moment and I'm studying all the James Bonds and I used mm. to wonder why is it that they get James Bond sometimes to co-star with a female from a random country and mm. you know from Halle Berry to there was one oh, there's a very popular the Chinese lady in Crouching Tiger Hidden Dragon oh, okay, yeah. Yeah. and I realised it opened up a whole new market for example James Bond just but you know traditional white British people, maybe a few Americans, that's your two countries that are going to really love this movie. Mm. But when you have a co-star, top, you know, Chinese actress, now the whole Chinese countries are going to see James Bond. So with the Mexican, you've got now, obviously you've got the black community, you've got the whole Mexican community. Mm. So it, sometimes they do it to, I think, draw in more revenue. Because yeah. there's a big you know, um, yeah. audience, the Mexican audience. Yeah, they're like, oh wow, cultural heritage, yeah. we want to go see this movie, and now you've just got... And if you just had another character which represented this an American, you already got an American obviously audience, mm. you got an African audience and that's it. And now you can add Mexico you mm. almost triple your money. So yeah. yeah. That's a good point. Yeah, good point. I guess that's one of the reasons why there haven't been a lot of um movies centered around black people because there's this um notion, deep notion there you yeah. go of just not them getting back their money from yeah. the investment they put into the movies. Well, you can see with Black Panther that that's not true. true. If they're smart, they'll know that we are some of the biggest consumers of Definitely. anything. Yep. You know, anything. You know, so we we have money to spend. You know, we have money to spend. You know, especially on entertainment things like that. Black Panthers. I don't know how good the second one is doing, but the first one obviously did very well. Yeah, I think the second one beat some good. Did did good the opening yeah, weekend and yeah. stuff. Okay. I think Woman King did good as well. Yeah, yeah. That's a good um, yeah, great. And John Baker did well, you know, and and Viola Davis obviously smashed yeah. it, and then that South African girl that played yeah, yeah did really, yeah, really well. Yeah, yeah, she was um, But uh, you know, I guess black people are tired of like the slave movies. We're tired of yeah. that, you know. Um, then sometimes black women, we want a black, a beautiful black lead as well. So mm. even Woman King had. You know, we're not talking about that, but had some 
even Black Panther had a little bit of controversy the first time it came because you had some se sectors of black people, black females, that were not happy with the fact that the warriors were very masculine women. Because mm. it's like, again, that notion of black women, Strong masculinity, women, yeah. some black women. Um, we want to see, you know, where's the feminine, the feminine kind of black woman kind of thing, or why is it the lighter skin black woman is the one that's feminine and the darker skin ones are the oh, ones yeah. that are like the warriors and stuff like that. So you're always going to have, I guess, different conversations. And I think it's good, it's, it's important. It's, every movie yeah. should bring that about. It's not, it's not meant to be one-dimensional. Yeah. You can see from so many aspects, like who would have thought we're talking about Black Panther? And obviously it is obvious about grief, but really talking about grief um, and a lot of people go watch a superhero movie but be touched, you know. Mm. I had tears in my eyes as well. And I had tears in my eyes with Woman King as well. But I had tears in my eyes yeah. because I felt genuinely touched by the movie. Yeah, I was a bit more emotional with Woman King yeah. compared to Black Panther. Yeah, yeah no, sure. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I mean, I, the, the, the end bit got me Black Panther. I was like, uh, 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 uh. <laughs> it, it didn't happen. Yeah. Well, 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 it was more. Oh, well, Woman King, yeah. Woman King, when that person died, that laid that girl, oh, that was yeah. sat there, yeah. That, that, yeah. Touching. We're going to talk about Woman King in another episode of this. Mm -hmm. okay. And in I hope you'll be available for that so you can break that down. This is the, the Real Happy Hour podcast. Um, so every episode, there's going to be like a theme cocktail, mocktail to go along with it. Mm -hmm. And for this particular episode, we're having mulled wine. I said like mulled wine because um, I wanted something nice, warm and sweet. Um, because that is how I feel from <laughs> watching Black Panther. So, mm. yeah. Good choice. Really nice. Yeah, it's all right. And um, so to pick up from where we left off, I would like to just, I have this theory. I don't know if it's true. It's a theory I have. Um, I have a feeling they always knew Chadwick was going to die. Oh. I have a feeling they had that idea story in mind because it also ties in with the, the hero going through loss and becoming like the, the hero. You know, we had that with... We had that with Spider-Man, we had that with Batman, we had that with even Superman, we had that with other characters, like, can I think of? Even Thor lost his dad, but obviously it was already Thor before that happened, but the loss of his dad also um, led him to sort of experience new feelings and emotions. So why do I say that? There was an interview after the first movie came out. Sorry, I was disconnected, I was not yeah. it. I was thinking. Um, there was an interview where Angela was like, you know, um, when she got this role, she was excited, but she was also excited because but one thing she would always like or, or have always wanted to play is a queen. Yeah. So she wasn't really the queen, was she? She was, she was the, the, Her husband was the king, but I yeah. don't know if she was referred to as like the king. Or she didn't yeah. sit on the throne. And so um, in this movie, she's sitting on the throne. She's ruling. She's a queen and she's you know, the elegant woman that we all yeah. know and love. And from that interview... And from the fact that there are even some other places where other interviews with Chadwick, like uh, on the red carpet, and they're like, so what, what's, what's going on with Black Panther 2? And he's like, oh, I'm dead. I'm yeah, dead. I you saw know? that. You know? So it's like, I, I just feel it's like... very interesting. Yeah, yeah I don't... I mean, because I think he had cancer, right? So, obviously, I guess a lot of people would have known he was already sick, but I, I can't remember if I heard an interview where he kept it secret. Mm. So it was a bit of a surprise for a lot of people, but, I mean, it could be that the producers knew he was sick, um, or people, I don't know, but um, it was, when I saw that, I was like, you know, words are powerful, you have to be careful what you say, I don't know mm. if he's talking movie, or if he's talking health, you don't mm. know what he's talking about, because, but I very much doubt they would, after such a huge success of Black Panther 1, they would bank on Panther 1, say, well, let's kill off the character, right? there's so many characters you can kill off, and it doesn't make sense, they know he's a fan favourite, people just love him as a human, never mind the character, 
I can't imagine why the studio would say, oh, we're going to kill off Black Panther, right? That, that's mm. not a smart move. So I didn't think he was already told by the producers, oh, you're not going to be Black Panther 2 because we're going to kill you off. I, yeah, I don't believe that was the case. So it's very mm. interesting why he said that. Any thoughts on Gossip? Yeah, no, I think um, Chadwick Bosman's wife debunks your theory. Because <laughs> she did an in- interview with Whoopi Goldberg, I think, and it, you know she kind of made it clear that it was really kept tight within a small um, yeah. circle because they wanted it that way and he wanted yeah. to, I guess, not be seen or judged or have that kind of, oh, you got cancer. His last yeah. movie was that that American back-in-the-day movie, oh, okay. that singing movie that happened in Netflix. Rainy, something like yeah. yeah, something like that. I watched it. I think I literally watched it just before he passed, like a couple of days, and then we found out that he passed. So I think it was a big shock. Yeah. And there's been supposedly leaks, or not leaks, the studio's given out the the, the actual script that he would have, that would have happened. Yeah. Um, so there's a big difference between the current, the script that they yeah. had and the, and the movie that we saw. So I don't know, but it, it, that is an interesting theory, and I'm sure lots of people in the DC and Marvel community would, yeah, would yeah. think that as well. But yeah, I think given the fact that he was becoming like a beloved actor, he was becoming yeah. a superstar, he was a superstar, but becoming yeah, like yeah. a legend, yeah. you know, he he killed every role that he played, yeah. you know. And given the fact that, remember, Black Panther came in 2016, but he was already seen in um, American... Um, what was it? Gang- no, not Gangster. <laughs> 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 Captain America. Yeah, you know, yeah. they were, they were, they were, they've been seeding Black Panther yeah, for a couple of years yeah. beforehand. Yeah. And you know, Marvel, that's why DC is like slugging um, behind, is, has, can see the future. They've got yeah. all of their stages. It's so all it's all lined up. Yeah. So it did mess up their, their kind of the way. So that's why even people say that this could have been part of the Black, um, the, the, the stage five part, mm. but actually wrapping up stage four. The way it sits in all the movies where, like, um, um, Strange was, like, for five and yeah. all this different stuff like that. Yeah. So, yeah, I think your theory is interesting, but I think in this case, you could say it's, it's, it's debunked. But, again, it does show you, like you said, given what they had to go through, I think they made a really good story. Yeah, I think they made... Like, honestly, me, me personally, some people say, oh, I think it's because, you know, we were, people were really sad, people gave it a higher score. I felt like it was a good movie, yeah. you know, Great movie, yeah, pain, yeah. But I think it was a, a a good movie. The acting was really, really good. The writing was good. The interactions were were quite well. Um, I felt that some of the the, the fighting w- was great. It gave everything it needed to give for a movie yeah. without maybe typically because obviously the majority of the movies are strong male leads. Obviously we've got a few females like you know yeah. Wonder Woman and that side and stuff like that. But um, but yeah, I found that theory was quite interesting. I would have agreed that because I'm a bit of a conspiracy theorist, but in this case, there's too many debunkings to, to kind yeah. of agree with your thing. But good try, though. Yeah. <laughs> it's out there. It's out there now. It's <laughs> out there in the ephora. Yeah. Um, also, one thing I, I felt this movie did very well was I felt like it, it at least the first 20 minutes was, was, it, was a very spiritual depiction of how we experience or loss yeah. you know the the whole how we celebrated it was almost a, it was a sad celebration but it was still if and also no one else in the universe was there why was no one why was um 
them Thor and them Captain America. Where, where were they? Where, yeah. Yeah, no, none of them told them. But like, I thought it was a good. Um, mm, it's yeah. true. It's a good point. Are they allowed in Wakanda? Yes. Yo, yeah, they were there to fight. They were, they were there to fight. They were in Wakanda to fight. Yeah. yeah. yeah that's true. That is a good point. But then maybe because it was held in Wakanda, it was meant to be sacred to Wakandians. Because yeah, I don't think we've seen any of the superheroes in Wakanda. Yeah, They're only together outside of. Yeah. yeah, but they were fighting in Wakanda. Remember yeah. the, the, the Infinity War. Is that the one with them? Kind of like, last resort, we need you to fight and defend Wakanda. Yeah, it could be a little thing there, you know. If Iron Man died, everybody will, we will go somewhere. Yeah, everyone. Will, Iron you know, Man died. died. died like that. Oh, that was sad. Yeah. <laughs> so it's that one where, that? you know, we do stuff for others, but people don't do stuff for. That's mm, a good point, then. That could be that's another a good, thing there. That's a good point. Or it could just be budget mm. to pay off. Yeah, so he wants to be a pay for it. Because you gotta pay it, but still they should have turned up. They don't need to get paid for it. They could have just said, you know, Chadwick is gone. To be fair, that that could have been. I mean, if it was me, just to because this is this is a funeral on set and a funeral in real life, if you Mm. think about it. It's not where it was a lot of those tears were fake tears. I mean, Mm. to me as an actor, you can just tap into the real pain. It's not oh your your brother has died, start crying, you know, scene one. No, it's like my brother's really died, you know, like so so if I was for all the other characters, I'll say if you need us to be in a funeral scene to show, you know, pay our respects, mm, you don't need yeah. to pay me. I'm, because this mm. is different to movie stuff. Mm. This is me, you know, what can I do to support my brother who died? You know, I personally wouldn't would need a check. I was like, yo, let me... Be there. Be there yeah. It's deeper than the movie, if that makes sense. Mm. Yeah. So mm. um, going back to the movie and um, loss and trauma, um, do you remember when Killmonger... Um, appeared to Siri in the spiritual yeah. realm. Mm. How can you feel about that? How was that? Because he was there to tell her, you know, this is your chance yeah, yeah, yeah. to enact vengeance. Yeah. Like, I like Killmonger's character I, and I love that actor. Michael B. Jordan's a legend, you know, I like, I wish he kind of had a bit more of a role. I was thinking that maybe he, last minute, will come back and save the day if she was really in a lot of trouble, he comes mm. back as a Black Panther 2 and I don't know, but, um, <laughs> it was, it was interesting, yeah. I don't. I, I'll be honest. I don't really have an idea of you know what I feel about that scene. I like the scene, and I yeah. wish she went dark. I I really wish yeah. she just burnt Sometimes, yeah. down the place and just went dark. Yeah. Why? I think, why? Yeah, yeah. Why? Why? Because I just I just feel like she was really feeling that, and I need I I don't know. I feel like I just want to see. A few weeks ago, I saw Injustice, which is where this is a parallel universe where Superman loses it. It just goes, yeah. he loses Lewis Lane. The Joker tricks him, manipulates yeah. him into a way where he he takes her up into the like space and yeah. and she she dies basically. And yeah. you know he he just goes he goes mad <laughs> and he just like destroys the Earth type of thing. Or... But um, but he he's his madness is somewhat justified in a way that he yeah. wants to. So every crime. There is no, it's not reasoning with anyone with any crime. So okay. if you did something bad, you deserve to be punished for it. Okay. And it could be death, it could be. Wow. Actually, most of the time it's death. So he was yeah. just, wow. Just go crazy. So yeah. Not so much just burning fist for no reason, but just taking out his pain and anger on yeah. bad guys. So they're still bad guys. They're but still bad guys, but he's. You know, if you saw a lollipop, you know, okay, you go to prison for a day, but you're just going to laser them in half, type of thing. So it's a bit and extreme. So he becomes the villain, even though, oh, like, okay. that's his. his his, his reason is somewhat justified. He's trying to just protect the earth yeah. and, and get rid of anything it's bad. Too, too but <laughs> he is, you know, killing yeah. people. He's killing kids. He's wow. killing, he, he, he was so wow. Oh, and so I think that's why mm. I just 
that's why I'm, I'm also I also like villain yeah. stories like the Joker yeah, and or Harley Quinn yeah. a bit about Harley Quinn I've not seen Black Adam but I'd like to see what uh, that Black is Black Adam about. was good I liked was cool. is he a villain or, or no he's not really yeah, but yeah it's kind of is he an anti-hero one of those ones in the middle anti-hero. yeah he's anti-hero yeah so I feel like I'm more drawn to the, the anti-heroes the anti-heroes yeah, yeah me too yeah. anti-heroes I don't like goody teacher heroes. Mm. And I, Superman is that. He's the epitome of like. Yeah. But I think I do like Superman there. I do. I he's my I, yeah, Superman I do is like a hero to me. I wouldn't say he's, uh, he's like a, he's in the middle, but I guess in certain comics, he's gone bad, he's gone rogue, he's gone dark, just mm. like Spider Man did. So I guess at that point, but normally the Superman that, you know, the original normal Superman is, yeah. I guess, a hero to me. So, okay. yeah. So um, let's somewhat wrap this up with um, what are your favorite top three DC MCU movies? Ooh. Okay, I'll go first. I wanted to say five when I was thinking of this like yesterday, but I was like, it's too hard. I couldn't think of five. Wow. So three. um three. My third one is um Thor Ragnarok. I really yeah. enjoyed that movie. Yeah. And um the second one is um um it's actually this Black Panther movie. Uh, okay. Yeah, so yeah. Black Panther one and two with my second yeah. And then my first is Spider Man No Way Home. Like yeah. me seeing Tobey Maguire Andrew Garfield and Tom Holland yeah. and one. Oh, that was yeah, yeah, that was yeah. I love that. Yeah. I love that. Like, yeah. And I was a bit angry too because when I was in the cinema watching it, the kids there were like screaming. Uh-huh. That Andrew Garfield was was on there. Yeah. But then when I saw Toby and I wanted to lose it, I don't know what I was losing. I was yeah. Like, yeah. Like, you guys don't know. Yeah, 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 yeah. Young millennials. <laughs> Oh my Gen god, he's a Gen Z man. They're yeah, appreciating yeah, 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 and uh, yeah, that Spider-Man No Way Home. Is it? That's the third one you just that's said? The, yeah, that's, that's With the all three of them. With all three of them. Yeah, that's yeah. a good movie. That's a good movie. Yeah, yeah. good movie. I love the concept of bringing all three together. Like, That's cool. It was really, really cool. cool. Yeah. Really cool. So mine would be interesting. So mine, I think it would be one of the, I can't remember, but one of the X-Men movies. I love X-Men. Ooh. Yeah, I'm an X-Men fan. Okay, I um, love X-Men too. I love X-Men. Yeah. And they're bringing them now because you yeah, know, yeah, yeah, as a mutant, so that, that's okay. like the link. That like Xavier, X-Men. like I love, okay. yeah, I love that. I don't know which one, but I would say like X-Men franchise. I love X-Men franchise. Yeah. Funny enough, Black Panther wouldn't be in my, any of my top um, uh, three, maybe oh, five. I know, right? <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> I know, right? So it wouldn't be... Um, because I guess for me, because I can separate the historicity, the celebration mm. from like the Marvel, I think it was a significant part. But when you think about the entire story, it's just one part of the yeah. entire Marvel story. Yeah. Um, Avengers. I love superheroes coming together mm. and Justice League. Yeah. Okay. I know you said I know you said Marvel, but yeah. Yeah. I, I, know, I, I am a. I prefer more. Like, mm. I love <laughs> both, but I do subscribe more to DC characters because yeah, I grew up watching more yeah. DC Batman. Yeah. All of the DC characters I watched predominantly, like Marvel. To be fair, other than a few, it was the big Marvel franchise that yeah. got me into Marvel. Whereas yeah. growing up, it's majority of the DC characters we all grew up on yeah. when we think about it, you know. Yes. But um, yes, yeah, so I would say that just the, the Spider Cut, the Snyder Cut, the the, the yes. three hour one, yes. Yes. Justice. Um, awesome. 
thing I was saying. I was including DC, so I might have to go dark. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I might have to t- drop out <laughs> Spider-Man for dark. Yeah, 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 but I love that. Dark Knight is just... Yeah, I get it. But yeah, yeah, because um, I think for me, on that side is the X-Men. X-Men reviews. X-Men is everything for yeah. me. Like, yeah, yeah, I love X-Men. I grew up the night is cartoon. Yes, X-Men, yes. And they're bringing it back. You know, really? Yeah, they're what bringing with, it back. Like, the same voice actors for, like... No, maybe not all of them. They're probably not all still yeah. around. But um, they're, coming, they're coming back. Are you like, talking about cartoon or the real cartoon? cartoon, I think. Oh, mm. cartoon, yeah. That's cool. Mm. Yeah. I can't pick my favourite X-Men movie, but I know the third one, Last Stand. I prefer the old generation X-Men to the new one. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah but too, I also yeah. like the last X-Men movie. No, no, not the Phoenix one, no. Um, Future Days of Future Past. That's okay. my favorite new generation yeah. X Men and yeah. Last Stand, and I saw X Men two maybe a hundred times when I was uh, like, yeah. So yeah, that's that's it. That's it. Um, anything else you guys would like to add? Um, I guess I would say lastly that I think just lastly, and I said it before, but I want to really accentuate that Shuri really shows the stages of grief, and I think that um, I I think overall the story gave her permission. Mm. Like the movie gave her permission to grieve. And show the realities of how it's hard to grieve as a black woman when you've got so much responsibility on your shoulders um, and as a black person. And I think, um, I'm hoping that what we can take away from the movie as well from that side is that just the realities of, you know, grieving and having somebody like Mbaku there and, you know, you need support from people um, because it can be a very isolating experience. Um you know, all your loved ones taken from you and then you're thrust into the world to be responsible and you're thrust to save a world that essentially has attacked you because of the colour of your skin, because of the vibranium that you have, the resources yeah, that you have, you know. Exactly. So, yeah, I think that's really, really powerful and I think loss, and I think loss is not always death, you know, loss can be, yeah. you know, loss of relationships and... And loss of your childhood, you know, I mean, you realize that you've gone yes. through so much trauma and you've lost so much. She's lost her childhood, she's yeah. lost her childhood. You know, exactly. Yeah. So I think it's just important to um, give permission for that and to go through a process and not to circumvent your process and just to be true to yourself, you know, authentic to yourself. And, you know, you might go from shock and anger, you know, shock and denial to anger to, you know, to back to shock and denial like just go through the motions because it's part of the healing process and it takes time yeah. and but i just would say give yourself permission to grieve and to heal yeah i mean just even though yes this is a you know sci-fi superhero marvel movie some of the principles you could take from that such as keeping good people yourself mm. really good people who are friends blood friends uh, blood friends blood family who if you go because trauma can happen Overnight, yeah. yeah, instant. One minute you think you and your brother are fighting crime, next minute your brother's passed away, yeah, and you need the backers around you and the other people around you who can, when you're going dark, who can reel you in if they mm. need to, or if they need to tell you, no, you need to go and seek revenge, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just having good people in the circle. When you have those fake friends around you, mm. when you go through adversity, they're going to be the ones there that's pushing you in the wrong way. So mm. you have to make sure that your circle's tight mm. because life could change very, very quickly. Honestly, and now once your life changes and something goes wrong, you haven't got time now to sort out the right relationships around you now you're you're alone because those people just left you so if things go good now make sure your circle's good mm. awesome thank you so much um david if you could be any superhero because you're an actor <laughs> anyone from black panther who would you who would you be Ooh. or anyone from mcu dcu it would probably be and if you could also direct or produce any of the movies which Ooh. what would you have done just time i'll probably produce a batman movie like 
one with the Joker again. Yeah. 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 So yeah, it's in a Dark Knight two or something like that, three four. Um, and yeah, I'll, I'll be Black Panther, obviously alive, hopefully. Like, you'll be chat T'Challa. T'Challa, yeah, yeah T'Challa. So. I know, like, if we need flights to Wakanda, David can definitely yeah, get yeah, us all. They're right. really cheap. Flights <laughs> <laughs> to Wakanda right now about four hundred pounds. So. Oh yeah, yeah. or oh, EasyJet or Virgin. Right Oh, I know. Okay. Awesome. I'll, everyone, his details are available. Um, will be made available. Thank you very much, President David. I really appreciate you guys coming. This conversation has been very good and very enjoyable. Hope you've all enjoyed it. This is the Real Happy Hour podcast show, and um, hope you had a drink. And thank you for listening and all watching. Thank you. Bye.